chaos walking is what I can say to describe it. That feeling that I was carrying around. I feel too deeply. I am aware and this scenario got me knee deep inside my feeling. I could barely pull myself out. Got me thinking that I'm not built for this world like everybody else. Once again, I feel too soft and awkward in the midst of it all at war with life itself and who in their right mind goes to war with life he says get down on your knees and i still want to stand steady on my feet defiant because of defiance i am pushed to the wall and once again i feel i begin to feel the kind that is too vast and too heavy to be packaged into a podcast but i'll try the kind that keeps you in bed until you almost burrow a hole into the mattress. I could say that there are better things to focus on, on how things could be worse, and the blessings that I could count one by one. But can I not just be, in an absolute sense, grateful without having to imagine the worst? Could it be your sorry attempt to manipulate reality, to not see it as is? Today on I Hope I Find the Words, let me tell you about something scarier than crabs, the crustaceans. Whenever you walk on a beach, especially at night, crabs dig out the sand and like the walking dead or the zombie apocalypse and scurry right across your feet. The most disturbing occurrence, especially if you're walking on that very ground. But life, my friends, is scarier than that. Forgive me for peddling fear, but I promised to hand you down, raw, didn't I? To me, life is like walking on that beach barefooted. Never knowing when a crab will appear from underneath, scaring the shit out of you before crawling away into another hole, waiting for you to pass by again and repeat the same cycle. Never knowing where the thing that gets air stuck in your throat will appear from. Also similar to a minefield, I left with expectations, a wheel, enthusiasm, my bags and my diary. I was going to write about the ocean, about rest, about beauty and all good things that a breezy, warm town would offer, decorated with lots of palm trees and expensive, salty water. But life had plans of its own, and a crab was about to pop out of the ground. It came in the form of a narcissistic savage of a human with an AK-47. This crude pirate of a gangster, an officer of the law. He was cocking his gun at civilians, asking questions that seemed rhetoric because really, he cared less for the answers. The purpose of this interrogation was not to know anything, rather to intimidate you into your smallness, to rightly acknowledge that in fact, you had no power in the situation, just like life itself. That whatever you know about the law, about your rights, your education, your exposure, good things really doesn't matter when it's your word against that of a person in power. This was their playing field and you were standing on it. And then life screws you over, abuses you, takes your beautiful expectations, delicate like glass and 
smashes it on the concrete. You watch it break, sprawling across the ground in tiny little pieces. Then life with its boots trampled all over this and spits in your face and asks you, Did that hurt? What will you do about it? At that point, you scream for help. But your voice gets swallowed up in the chaos. For the onlooker, you are drunk, a hysterical madmind with a loose tongue, erratic. They cannot even trust what you say. As a matter of fact, you do not have an AK-47. You must be the criminal. Everyone who shows up, concerned, wonders why you would provoke life. How dare you question life? And when life, your aggressor, asks you in a narcissistic tone, Did I lay my hands on you? Did I slap you? Where? Can you prove it? You sit almost quietly and observe as everything goes to shit. The narrative gets twisted. Coiled up to be about your obnoxious existence, being taught a lesson that you should have learned much, much earlier. At that point, you realize, not even realize, you come home to this fact that you had knowingly ignored and dared to challenge that no matter what you do, it really does not matter. You just comply. Take the hand that life deals you. My heart broke. In frustration, anger, and utter indescribable anguish. My aggressor cared less that I was already sitting on nails, spirit contrite, even before pressing me further into my pinching groan. All that is left to do is to curse life in whispers, in between sobs, as it twists and turns you into a shape you really do not want to be. Quite honestly, there was no silver lining, or let me say, for political correctedness and a little bit of gratitude. I just cannot see the silver lining yet. Life wins. The green, hideous side of life. It was naive of me to think that I stood a chance. Somewhere in my utopian mind, I thought I was immune to pain in this place. The warm weather, serene atmosphere where the waves give off peace that my tears would never manage to fall on these shores well i was wrong the crab did pop and i did leap in fear it was horrible yet i still had to walk on that same shore on my way home Thank you for listening to this week's episode of I Hope I Find the Words. Journal excerpts, poetry, short articles, and other forms of art that a podcast would allow make for the content here. Raw expression is the one thing I can guarantee as you come along with me. Do hit the subscribe button and share it with your squad because sharing is caring and low-key marketing. We can connect on our official Instagram handle at findwordspod. I'd love to hear from you about your favorite episodes, what resonates with you and your perspective on the things which I speak of and share. With that, I'd love to see you next week for a fresh episode.